Why? As we approach the end of a calendar year, many of us have the practice of looking back on the year that was, reflecting on the highs and lows of the year, and shape our dreams and aspirations for the coming year. At Software People Stories, we are running a special series of conversations with people on their own approaches, as well as practices, and stories of how their thinking has changed over the years. Today, I'm in conversation with Ananta Natarajan, my colleague from PM Power and an accomplished coach. He prefers to be called Anand. In this conversation, Anand shares how his approach has evolved over the years, influenced by the context and environment in which he grew up, and moving to a larger city for studies and on to professional life in metros and across the world. A question he was asked by one of his mentors about 25 years ago about his aspirations for future kind of set him to think about the past as well as the future. His practice of writing things down in what he calls as his dream book. And then he spends a little time explaining a model that has evolved and worked for him that he calls iFi moving from the present I to the future I. He also talks about the importance of the role of having a mentor. And I asked him whether discipline is essential when we make these New Year resolutions. He has an interesting answer. How considering some responsibilities as chores, obligations, or blessings changes one's complete perspective and the involvement that one could have in terms of accomplishing those activities that one wants to do. He also explains a little more on the iFi model and the overview and uh, what needs to be done to improve the quality of what he calls the inner mirror when we do the reflections. And of course, the relevance of choosing timelines for future plans is one more point that he talks about. There are a few other points as well, which I hope you will find interesting and you will get some ideas to reflect and plan for the coming year. Hmm. Okay. Hi, Anand. Welcome back to the Software People Stories. Hi, Shiv. How are you? Yeah, good. So this time I want a different story from you. Okay. You only share your life story, but this is that time of the year when a lot of us reflect on the year that was, and then think about what can be the future and stuff like that. And yeah. of course, there are all these memes that will come probably from January 15th onwards. I said, oh, how many new year resolutions have you <laughs> progress and all that. So in that broad theme, we thought mm. that... Uh, this month, we'll have PM Powerians you know, share mm -hmm. their own personal journeys of how they reflect on what they do, what they see, etc. So, uh, to start off, I just mm -hmm. want to understand if you have any personal practice of call it reflection, planning, retrospective, whatever it is. Uh -huh. And uh, if so, was it something that uh, like you just 
discovered or is that something that you picked up from somebody or how it evolved any of the origin stories or how it has probably changed over time anything anything that goes with that okay so the broad thing is about introspection reflection about the individual at this time of the year okay yeah. thank you shiv i think that's a fabulous topic to talk about uh and you know first of all you know thanks for uh, uh thanks for uh, um you know giving me the opportunity to share a few things in this chat um this this topic has been you know very close to my heart right i, I mean i think i think it's it, and it's i mean i have own my own uh, i i dare say word model <laughs> because it's a overused word but let me maybe just an approach right that that has evolved over the years for me um i think i think how it kind of evolved is um like you know i you know i come from a very small town right and then when i went to college i suddenly saw this totally different world in a big city right with people from different states and different languages and different nationalities so so i saw one thing at the time saying that okay i need to get better right i was a very simple very simple uh inference from the environment i found myself in and there were so many areas i needed to get better right so since then i've had very simple and then i started work right and uh, i used to do very simple things like you know once in a year sit down pick up a notebook you know write down you know what did i do this year you know what can i do to improve uh in the upcoming year right and usually you know i'll open that notebook again at the end of the next year <laughs> <laughs> that was what happened to me um but it's uh, probably about 25 years or, or so ago uh one of my mentors asked me this question anand you know what do you uh what do you want your life to look like right i mean that was uh, so at that time i think i was probably around you know what 40 around 40s you know that's probably the midlife when you start thinking about some of these things and uh, and uh, and that was a very pertinent question for me at the time right so i started evolving something something more i started thinking about you know what do i what do i want to have you know in terms of my life financially professionally right and i was very career focused at the time so a lot of things were around money and so i had this uh, what we used to call like a dream book right so i started writing some things down right uh i think uh and that that sort of thing some of it worked for me some of it didn't work for me right but over the last 20 25 years i've sort of evolved a model now which is uh which i think really works for me uh i can say that i call it an i5 model <laughs> right uh with with a simple thing that the the i realized uh the life i have is um is an outcome of uh, or a manifestation of who i am now right and if i want my future to look uh, different uh, i need to look different and there is a future i i need to evolve so there was a simple paradigm shift for me right um so in the last probably most in the last year or so the model has um, crystallized a lot in my mind and and you know i find that working for me yeah okay so was this primarily about you 
and your perspectives or when you said the financial or professional and so on did it also include any personal goals sorry any personal goals uh, goals yeah okay um it's a good uh, thing you, you should say that is it about me see often you know we, we i think many of us and including me right there is a some kind of a social yardstick we use right for measuring our success or you know how well we have done i i lived in australia for about you know 13 years came back to india i was i felt i was very successful there i was heading an it department came back to india and then i joined a startup right i was feeling pretty good about myself what i've achieved and then one day the founder in a friendly chat he told me anand you know what you wasted last 10 years of your life <laughs> see yeah. where india has gotten about and where you are and i was feeling miserable i mean you know successful one day and just miserable moment later <laughs> so i found um, that uh, a, uh, that success has to be about me right <laughs> a little bit and much later you know another one of his mentors told me anand you know you how do you feel about yourself is a key indicator of success and uh, so that that was like a big big uh, um, you know sh- shift for me in my thinking that it's not to use a social yardstick or a compare right like the dreadful thing called comparison right uh yeah so i think so it's definitely has been about uh, myself right in the end so in the evolution is concepts into a model for yourself mm-hmm. what does the role or what is the significance of having a mentor or should it be multiple mentors i think huge <laughs> that's my view mm-hmm. right uh in fact all my uh, the paradigm shifts uh, i call have come uh, during a discussion with the mentor right mm-hmm. i spoke about you know what happened about 20 25 years ago when my mm-hmm. mentor asked me right that question it's not like the mentor tells you right what it should be mm-hmm. it is helping you asking the right questions help you figure it out right mm-hmm. so more so um um in the last so what about i think about 6 no it's almost 7 years now so what 7 years back i lost my wife ratika right to cancer unexpectedly and there was a big jolt right <laughs> you know all these models i had about goals and dreams and strategy and how will i get there just fell apart you know i mean nothing seemed to matter anymore kind of thing right okay and i struggled with it's not like i was dejected or something okay i mean i was just moving on with life i had accepted it but would i say i was motivated and fired up moving towards some future i or a future creating a future world of mine no right and in fact it was a conversation about a couple of years back uh, with the master coach um, uh, that that actually uh, triggered a lot of thoughts right mm-hmm. and it was just about a month or so a lot of things crystallized in my mind right okay oh, okay and uh, and that, that so i think a role mentor as a, can play a huge role yeah so now you been able to gather your thoughts get some guidance and so on now to put it in practice are there any techniques or approaches particularly i mean the one thing that uh, 
I'm afraid I'm asking because I kind of guess the answer is, is there a discipline needed? <laughs> okay, I can tell you this much. I've never been, um, I can't say I'm very disciplined, <laughs> right? Okay. And I think, uh, I think, I think where, I, I found the best thing is not to focus on the discipline, actually, right? Okay. <laughs> right? Because that sort of puts pressure on you. Saying, oh, I've got to be disciplined, mm. okay? And it sometimes it works against your nature, right? Right. That's a uh, drop off saying, yeah, it's too hard. <laughs> too hard, yeah. Not for me, you know, kind of thing, right? Uh, so, so the answer is yes. There is a there is discipline required for sure, right? Um, but I think it's got. Uh, I think there's a flavor to it and how it actually manifests. So maybe maybe that's a cue for me to talk about uh, what it takes, right? Mm. So. Obviously, when we say that my, you know, we say today our life is about, uh, you know, who I am now and my future life is going to be about uh, who I'm going to be in the future. Right. Okay. So the automatically the next question is, okay, how do I go from today's I to the future? I, okay. There no, is a, I, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the today's I to the future. I, right. And. And that that definitely involves change, right? When I say change, I'm talking personal change. Okay. Um, and uh, and a number of things uh, play a part in this change, right? So what I used to find is, you know, like these newer resolutions you spoke about, right? You will start with something, right? And then you know you will tell yourself, I've got to be disciplined about it, and then obviously you know you may most of us the humans. <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they end up not being disciplined about it. And then a few months later, you start having this doubt, right? Yeah. Oh, could I do it? Right? Yeah. Is the doubt. <laughs> yeah. After some time, six months later, there's a bit of rationalization. Oh, maybe this is not for me. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not worth it kind of thing. <laughs> right? Yeah. Starts developing. And then yeah. we get back into our comfort zone. Okay. Um, so what I found is... Um, let me give a simple example, right, of a change I have gone through recently. Okay. okay. Um, my parents uh, used to live on their own and I live here by myself. And my mom fell ill and uh, she was incapacitated. So we had to sort of, my dad was you know, nearly 90 years old. Mom was in 88, around 80. So I brought them here and I had to start uh, caring for them, right? Mm -hmm. So... Initially, there were a lot of this, uh, you know, in spite of how close you are with your family and friends and, you know, your family and your parents, particularly living together has its own challenges, right? Mm -hmm. Particularly when they are going through difficulties and when you're trying to sort of care for them and medically as well as, you know, in small ways. So, so I sat back and thought, you know, what, what's happening here, right? And how can I make this work? And what needs to be my attitude, my mindset? Right. Um, and then I realized that, you know, I, I've usually had a very strong sense of duty, right? It is the duty of the son to take care of parents. And I suddenly realized that, okay, you know, that's not helping. <laughs> right. Uh, I used to talk to, uh, it's not like I'm the first one to do this. I knew some of my colleagues have done it and I've seen many friends who have done this well, actually. Right. And I learned, uh, you know, I, I had a, a choice. Right of attitudes or mindset there. One could be seen as a burden, mm. right? Second was seen as a duty, 
mm-hmm. and the third was seen as a blessing mm-hmm. yeah and i said okay look okay my mindset's got to be you know like that it was very clear to me okay mm-hmm. but you know it's always the case right um, knowing what to be or how to be is one thing mm-hmm. but doing or being Actually. that is a totally different ball game right yeah um and i found uh, as i started having that in mind and practicing that uh, i had to go back and revisit some other things right mm. uh, some of my i got to uh, regularly look at what were my emotions when i was doing that mm-hmm. uh, was i uh, accepting as much as as them you know as much as i should was i respecting them was i enjoying right mm. and i think i think another thing i found is doesn't there's an element of action right Mm-hmm. and i could do that by you know say i play cards with them right mm-hmm. spend time with them chatting you know having sit down mm-hmm. and have tea in the balcony so there was mm-hmm. specific actions needed to to um to what is what i'm looking for to harden that mindset if i may say the word right mm-hmm. um and um and then you know keep at it <laughs> so i found there was like a little formula for me right um mm-hmm. Uh, figure out what my mindset ought to be mm-hmm. and then do some actions right mm-hmm. in line with that mindset right okay. and it's not going to work always then you know you got to sort of persist right so and i i've i'm just have a fabulous relationship now with my parents and mm-hmm. and it's there's a lot of love acceptance respect right rather than i think it's beyond even a blessing you know <laughs> i think so yeah maybe that's one yeah. that's a very, very recent nicely, experience yeah very nicely put and i think yeah the whole thing about whether it is a duty obligation this thing and then moving to a blessing yeah yeah yes uh camel uh, curious about whether there is this picture behind you uh huh yeah uh it says i5 model and all that would you want to take some time to explain how it evolves or when i want to adapt it okay uh, would you run a one hour session and uh, i can start implementing it or no how does this I, work yeah i think i think see the way it evolved, there are a few things that are not in the picture i'll just quickly talk about you know okay um but what it's not like a i don't believe it's like a cookie cutter there, there are things in the model oh. right mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you can pick up and start using and then okay. see what works for you mm-hmm. right um and then from there you know let it evolve and then learn from your experience see what works for you i mean that's always my recommendation right because mm-hmm. you go out there in the you know you can just do google and find tons of models <laughs> okay mm-hmm. so so like for example use the word discipline right mm-hmm. uh, what i found is uh, discipline is, to me it's not about you don't have to be disciplined about everything mm-hmm. right um but there has got to be some disciplined action uh mm. when you are working towards a particular goal mm-hmm. right that's it's not going to happen otherwise yeah. <laughs> right so so i think for example you know i had to have a goal that every day i'll spend some half an hour in spite of whatever my work day looks like at least mm-hmm. spend half an hour with my parents mm. see that required some discipline right whether there are days you just want to mm-hmm. you know, sit back and watch tv <laughs> right mm-hmm. um so so i think any goal you take you're going to need that degree of discipline but you don't have to be disciplined about everything right mm. and there are some things that i just want to quickly touch upon so one is uh, you see this i it's a mm-hmm. small i yeah. right 
and yeah. phi is also a small i, <laughs> right? So yeah. by it's by design, right? Okay. Because the thing with i is, um, um, you know, you you are the observer and you are the observed. Right? Mm. So that poses a challenge, right? Mm -hmm. You think you are like this. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's a bit like the, the process of observation itself distorts the image, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it it may not be the real eye, right? Um, sometimes, you know, uh, uh, in my case, you know, sometimes my parents could tell me what it really is, right? mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that helps if you're yeah. willing to accept that feedback, right? And then say, okay, look, oh, that's the real eye. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and the same thing with the future eye, right? Future mm -hmm. eye uses your imagination, right? Mm -hmm. It's your imagination. But that future eye could change along mm -hmm. the way, mm -hmm. right? It's not like it's one. Definitely, it's not what I had 20 years ago, 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. My future eye, uh, which is a set of images I have in front of me, <laughs> right, is, is vastly different from what it was even mm -hmm. about seven mm -hmm. years ago or even 20 years ago. Right? Mm -hmm. so, so that's why I, I put small eyes there for different reasons, but, uh, but that is one. Okay. The Second thing is, uh, um, uh, I talked about the true eye, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so I, I see, you know, how do we observe our eye? We look at some kind of inner mirror, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know how many times I've changed because somebody told me, <laughs> but okay. I've more, I've changed more often because I saw something in my inner mirror, mm -hmm. right? Wow. Uh, so, so the next question is, you know, what is the quality of my inner mirror? <laughs> mm. How good is it? Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, metaphorically, let's say I'm looking at a mirror, which has got a hole in the middle. Right. Mm. I look at my face. I may never see my nose. Mm. Right. I may think that, okay, I'm a being without a nose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the quality of the inner mirror and how to improve the quality of the inner mirror has a huge role to play. And um, and there again, you know, I found uh, things like, you know, mindfulness, meditation. Those are specific practices, like you said, you know, what can mm -hmm. you actually do? Mm -hmm. That can improve your inner mirror. Right? Mm -hmm. I think that's huge, huge significance mm -hmm. uh, in improving inner mirror. Maybe just a third, one more point I'll make. Uh, the third is your emotions. Right? Mm -hmm. So I take, let me take my example of, you know, working with my parents and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. I talked about love. <laughs> Right. Mm. Um, and I found uh, when I'm interacting, there are times I used to get a little bit upset or a little bit irritable mm. or whatever. Right. So two things I found, uh, rather than my conscious thinking, mm -hmm. uh, my emotions drive my behavior more than just my conscious thinking. Like I may tell myself, you know, I should be. <laughs> loving and respectful and behave this way. But yeah. my emotions at that time drives, right? Mm -hmm. And the funny thing about emotions I found is, uh, I say that uh, from experience, you know, love begets love, right? Mm -hmm. And irritability begets irritability. Anger begets yeah. anger. Mm -hmm. So, and then it spirals out of control. So emotions have a huge role to play, right? Mm -hmm. And I think emotions are the fuel, right? Mm -hmm. um, it gives you discipline. It pushes you in a direction to act as necessary. So mm. anyway, that's just a long explanation of, of some of the things I've called out, things like fear, guilt, right? Um, yeah. That play a huge role. Mm. Yeah. So I think the model itself is, uh, I've talked about some of that. 
uh, it's a journey, right? Um, there are a couple of things which are probably not talked about here. I also recommend having a purpose for life <laughs> and also a philosophy for life, right? I have not put that in the model, but because sometimes it's very hard to figure that out, right? That also evolves. Yeah. yeah. Those are probably the ingredients of the model that uh, I've seen works for me. Yeah, sure. Yeah, a lot of these are, uh, are at least seem to be fairly simple but powerful concepts. And you also talked about being practical and also the discipline and doing things. So now my more logical thinking, excuse finding mind has more questions. Uh-huh. In projecting your future self, mm-hmm. Is there a time frame that you also have to consider? Is it about how you want to be next week, next year, next decade? <laughs> Excellent question. Um, there are two things here, right? One is I've I've heard people say that look, having goals puts stress, right? Uh, so I would rather not have stress. I live life as it comes by, right? As it comes, right? That's one one type of people. Second type of people I've seen is I have a broad direction for where I life want to be. Mm-hmm. And then I'll take it as it goes along. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so what has worked for me? Uh, like I said, this future I, right? Uh, the, the way I've seen it work is if it is too close, um, you find uh, I okay, but let me say this. I don't like to start with too close. My preference is mm-hmm. to start with something that is maybe five to ten years from now, right? The, the reason is, see, you want your future I mm-hmm. um, not to be a projection of today's I. Mm-hmm. It can be whatever you want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. It's difficult for me to imagine something I can be totally different in one year. Right, mm. even five years seems to be a little bit of a stretch, mm-hmm. right? But I found five, ten years is like a. I mean, you think you can be anything. I mean, I can be, mm. you know, Steve Jobs or Bill Gates or <laughs> whatever, right? Financially, <laughs> right? Or, um, or I can tell myself, look, I want to, I want to live like my dad, or I want to live like the teacher I knew who was my role model for the way life should be lived, <laughs> whatever, right? Okay, so, so I think. So I would, I start usually when I draw up my future, I put far out, right? Okay. Further out. So it's not five to 10 years is what I usually say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give you an example. Okay. Uh, I'll give you two examples from my own thing, right? Uh, I have one which says, uh, uh, I'm a renowned leadership coach. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I know that's not going to happen in a year, Right. May not need 10 years for that. Could be five years, right? Maybe six, seven. I mean, like that, okay. Or I have another one, which is uh, uh, which is even a longer. I've got another one that says, I'm at peace with myself. Mm. And I'm well on my way to self-realization. I mean, that's a spiritual journey. That's going to be a much longer one. Maybe beyond 10 years. Uh, there are some things like, uh, I represent India and bridge in senior category, mm. right? That's mm. probably, I mean, it's going to require a lot more dedication. Yeah. So, so, so I like to have that from there, draw a few goals, which are in the shorter term, okay. one or two, one or two year goal. Okay. If that is what I want to achieve, one mm. or two goal, one or two, right. I found that model works better for me. 
And mm-hmm. another thing I realized is like I have I, I'm just looking up because I can see my whiteboard with uh, not my whiteboard the vision board in front of me oh, as wow. I'm <laughs> speaking yeah. right which has got the description of future right uh-huh. um so I found you know you can't pursue I've got about how many three plus three six eight things there right I can't yeah. pursue eight things at the same time. Yeah. That's yeah. what I found. You've got to be yeah. a priority yeah. now, right? So the one or two year goals are usually a little bit more focused, mm-hmm. right? So it gives me, I use the term like uh, the power of my will doesn't mm. get diluted, right? Okay. I can focus on, you know, one or two things, right? So prioritization is also important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that answers your question on the time frame. Yes, it does. And then it also triggers two more questions. Okay. Okay. Now, one is how frequently should one be reviewing this? So, I mean, you mean reviewing in terms of making changes to it, right? I'm making so changes I, are reflecting. We started oh, reflecting. This yeah, this conversation we started saying, you know, every year, end of the year, people do that. <laughs> I, I think yeah. that's just an arbitrary period, but at least some period you have a, a time window when you do this. Yeah. So, this vision of your future eye and also have some shorter term or nearer term goals or what you would like to see this uh, where do you draw a line that is every day do I say that oh have I moved have I moved so then it (laughs) become an obsession or a compulsive thing or putting more pressure versus okay next year I'll give you yeah okay good point (laughs) So what I found is, first of all, the 10-year goals, right? Yeah. Or whatever, my, no, I won't say 10-year, maybe five to 10 years, the future I, right? I, I've i got it in a visual form, right? Mm-hmm. And always, always there, right? I mean, I look at it every day, literally, right? Yeah. Okay. But that is just to give me, uh, okay, you know, hey, this is what I'm pursuing now, right? This is what is important for me now kind of thing, okay? So the visual thing is always with me, number one. Hmm. The goals, which are maybe one or two year goals, Hmm. uh, I found there are some things I would look at maybe on a weekly basis, Mm -hmm. right? I think that is usually a good practice. When I have a strong goal, then I look at it, okay, weekly. Hmm. There is something I do daily, okay? Hmm. Uh, Which is about the change that I talk about, right? Mm -hmm. I to the five that personal change that is required that i found it works for me so very simple practice Um, i mean it's actually i learned it from uh, i practice a heartfulness form of meditation right Uh, they talk about at the end of the day you say uh, like a one minute prayer of something right Mm -hmm. following that you give some thought to how did you what happened during the day and what Mm -hmm. are some areas that you need to improve right Mm -hmm. Um, that's more behavioral thinking. How did I think? Okay. Oh, I didn't think right okay. there, right? Well, I didn't treat that person as well as I could, right? Uh, I found that is for me a daily practice. Okay. So I'll give you a very simple example again, right? Um, uh, I had written one uh, article. I, I had given a talk actually, okay? Uh, one of my colleagues had gone through the talk and during lunchtime, he told me they liked the talk and they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, 
and and then i was so excited with the talk and the preparation that went through the talk yeah. i just blabbered for the next 5 minutes about how i prepared for that talk how i made the talk right <laughs> and later i was thinking oh my god you know i want to be a great coach and i'm supposed to listen <laughs> so when he said that my question actually i later i really should have been hey what did you like about the yeah. talk right rather than me going on in my own journey so so the next day i you know i realized okay look i got to make that small adjustment <laughs> okay Mm. So, so I find that daily thing. You know, looking out to my parents, that was phenomenal help. Today, mm-hmm. I did this with my dad. I got a bit irritated, you know, when mm. he soiled the bathroom or whatever. Mm. I don't need to, right? Yeah. Uh, so the small, small things. So I think when it comes to personal change, I think it's a daily thing, mm. right? Mm. Uh, because there, it's small, small things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So the second question again, mm. kind of related to time mm. and the preparation part. um sometimes a motivator or a reason to look at it could be some personal you know milestones yeah it could be yeah, i'm going to get married mm-hmm. probably everything is going to change after that or <laughs> you say that oh i'm going to turn 40 after uh-huh. 50 you know life is going to be very different or i want to turn 50 i'm going to turn 60 whatever is that number mm-hmm. right now if you have something like that by the way i started this podcast i said when i'm 60 i have to learn something new and do something <laughs> i started but that nice. part how much in advance should you start preparing this how long does it take before all these different thoughts and ideas brew in your head and then you are able to crystallize something See, like I said, you know, a lot of my thoughts. I had been a lot of things were brewing for me in my head for about four years, right? Mm-hmm. In the fifth year, right? Uh, I had this conversation with one the with the mentor, right? Mm-hmm. And suddenly it all crystallized in a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and those those specific you know triggers could be there, like mm-hmm. you know you're turning forty or you know those are moments we naturally reflect on could be there. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't take time for things to crystallize, right? Mm-hmm. and again you know i go back to practices like meditation or or mindfulness those are phenomenal tools mm. right to mm. crystallize things faster yeah mm. yeah okay i think you kind of partly answered the, the next question that is popping up in my mind right now which uh-huh. is many of our listeners uh fall broadly in the category of this midlife crisis phases mm-hmm. okay uh, usually i like to ask the guests about their career advice mm. i want to ask you something slightly different but mean targeted at that segment and not necessarily going through a crisis mm. but as leaders or managers uh somehow as you described it i felt that this gives a good opportunity to at least guide other individuals in your team or uh, anybody else maybe your peers also sometimes now now going beyond let's say the introspection and reflection mm. if one also wants to help somebody else what kind of preparation is needed or is there uh, some is it something that comes naturally or can it be trained okay like for a coach or a mentor you want to support help someone else going through that 
ஒருத்தங்களை with others right mm-hmm. i look at others and a tendency to compare right mm-hmm. so i think as a as someone who's going to you're going to guide with guide them i think mm-hmm. those are probably two big uh, uh, pitfalls those people can fall into right those are two traps right yeah. so as a coach or a mentor as a <laughs> i can't help that term sorry so as someone who's trying to guide them or talk to them mm-hmm. uh, be willing to listen and uh, see if you can see if the, i mean first of all you know don't judge prejudge mm-hmm. right see if there is some truth to that i'm just talking about general patterns eventually mm-hmm. it's the individual right so you listen to the individual yeah. and see ask the right questions i think i am I, i stop giving advice to people okay mm-hmm. uh, one simple rule is no advice un- unless sought and even then it is still my choice to give advice or not oh, okay right so that is one i you know uh anti pattern don't start with advice <laughs> they may ask for it but mm-hmm. still i think we should resist yeah okay. yeah good something uh, for me to reflect on someone <laughs> asked i also tend to tell them or tend to give them other stories and all that yeah good yeah yeah it's been a you know wonderful conversation anand uh, and i think gives definitely a lot of things for me to think about reflect i'll see how i can incorporate it in my year end reflection okay thanks a lot we'll uh, share the link to your blog post that explains this whole process in a, in a lot more detail yeah. yeah thanks a lot shiv thanks for the conversation some of these practices have worked for you or possibly not worked for you would you like to share your story reach us on podcast at pm-powerconsulting.com and please 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 do share this episode as well as the podcast with your networks and spread the word if you've been finding these interesting and useful thank you